Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to all my cool cats and cool kittens. They try to copy our style so they stay frostbitten. You're now tuned into the sounds of CFRE 91.9 FM and on the World Wide Web at CFREradio.com. It is your man, DM Cool. Welcome to the cool. What we do is you can catch me on your TV, even on the radio. Pop up at our blog spot, and on my Waco, we invaded airwaves. Everything airwaves. Hold up, why them haters mad? Ain't no stopping us, ain't no topping us. They be watching us, we so prosperous. Ain't no stopping us, ain't no topping us. They be watching us, we so prosperous. Yes, yes, yo. Welcome to the show. Another Thursday. And thank God it is Thursday, April 2nd, 2016. TGIT, people. We have a lot to get to on today's show, man. We are talking a lot about Wale. We're talking about Jay-Z and the moves that he's making yet again. And a whole lot more. We also have uh, Donia Ali and also Freddie of Ready Rock Media discussing the showcase. But before we get to all that... You already know that this is a part of the show where I got to get some things off my chest. But before I get to that, if you ain't already know, tell your friends to tell a friend to connect at CFREradio.com because, once again, this is cool radio. Oh, you didn't know? Your ass better call somebody! You already know. Trust me, you already know, people. You already know how I do. Oh, man. Okay. Got a little amped up, huh? It's okay, that's okay. Maybe, maybe it's just because spring weather's starting to come in and, you know, everyone's a little antsy for some patio season. But nonetheless, uh, that's not what I want to air some stuff up about. Um, you know what? I'm going to just play the drop right now, and then I'll get to my ish afterwards. So, with that being said, it's time to let the ish breathe. Let this bitch breathe! Yes, 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 people. It is time to let the ish breathe indeed. Now, um, originally... I plan to do a quick little review on Kendrick Lamar's new album, To Pimp a Butterfly. But, you know, I think we're going to have to delay that for another time, maybe a YouTube video or something to that extent. Because uh, earlier today, I was having a little bit of a, uh, a little inner conundrum, if you will. Um, I was trying to decide as to whom should be the wankster for this week. And it came down to three people, all right? Three people who are equally deserving of that wankster. Now, normally what I would do is if there are two people who are in line for that, I would, you know, just give them, you know, the co-wankster, you know? It's a little easier to manage, you know, with, with uh, two individuals. But this one, ew, it was a triple threat. It was a triple threat. So, therefore, I had to enlist the services of, of all my cool cats and cool kittens on social media, and I turned to Facebook. And I asked them, who deserves to be this week's wankster? And, you know, the third person I'm going to mention right now, they will be mentioned at the end of the show if you haven't been paying attention to my social media feed. If you have, then I'm just going to say it right now. Um, a lot of people were commenting, and I decided that two of the people who were up for wankster of the week, I'm just going to air out their, their ish right now. And, therefore, I'm going to make this a dishonorable mention. It's kind of like an honorable mention, but there's no honor in being named the wankster of the week because no one wants to be a wankster, right? Actually, I rule about that. Um, anyways, <clears throat> on that note, the first wankster, the first dishonorable mention goes to none other than Floyd Money Mayweather. Now, a lot of people are probably asking, why is this guy the wankster of the week? And, or was considered to be the wankster of the week, rather. I'm going to tell you why. Um, earlier this week, video footage surfaced on the web about him uh, taking some jabs <laughs> at uh, MMA. Now, it's obvious that a lot of boxers do this and a lot of MMA fighters, vice versa, they do this. But he went about it in the most ignorant way possible. What this guy did was the following. He basically mentioned that there's no real skill to be in an MMA octagon in comparison to boxing. And then he also said that boxers generate much more money than uh, MMA fighters. And then he concluded by saying that MMA was created as an alternative for white fighters to be on the main cards rather than have blacks and Latinos take over it like they did with boxing. Now, the only part I agreed with that dissertation was the fact that boxers do make more money, but that's because that boxing has literally been around for 100 years. So, of course, their infrastructure is much more advanced than MMA. So that's a no-brainer right there. Floyd Money Mayweather alone makes 
X amount of money on his fights because he has his own promotion. So it's almost like he's almost monetizing his own fights, whether he wins or loses. So that's already out of the question. Now, the part where he said how it doesn't take much skill to be an MMA fighter. Um, I don't know if you noticed, but there was a gentleman by the name of Hoist Gracie, who is a master at Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu who created the sports. So obviously it takes a great degree of difficulty to complete to compete in an octagon. Ask Rock Lesnar, ask Philip Brooks, ask anyone who has competed in the octagon at any point in time. So that one was just stupid beyond comprehension. And this is coming from a guy who can't even read a cue card. Anyways, uh, the third thing that was mentioned by him was the fact that there aren't a lot of black fighters in, in, in the MMA who can take over. I'm sorry. Have you not heard about Kimbo Slice? Have you, heard, have you not heard about Bobby Lashley? Have you not heard of Quentin Rampage Jackson? Have you not heard about the current light heavyweight champion, uh, John Bones Jones? This guy, he's running the sport right now. He is considered to be the best fighter in the sport. And not to mention the greatest UFC fighter of all time, an MMA fighter of all time, that is widely considered to be just that, is Anderson Spider Silva. And he had his championship belt for like four years, and no one took it off of him until a broken leg, literally a broken leg, prevented him from retaining that. So what the hell is Floyd Mayweather talking about? This guy's an idiot. Again, this is coming from a guy who can't even read at a fourth grade level. This guy would rather use all of his money to buy a room full of strippers than a room full of books. So why should we even consider what this guy has to say? You're a wankster. You're done to me. Now, the second person who gets the dishonorable wankster has to go to Azealia Banks. Okay. Now, this woman is the queen of the trolls when it comes to the internet. And I'm going to tell you why. So... You remember about how she kept on going at Iggy Azalea and all these other white rappers for quote-unquote cultural appropriation and how they use black stereotypes to sell their records and what have you. She went on uh, social media to discuss why she prefers not to date black men. And I found that interesting. So I don't have the quote in front of me right here, but she said something along the lines of how black men don't respect black women and how she always has to constantly fight for her respect amongst the men in hip-hop. Now, first and foremost, let me say this. Date whomever you want. Black, white, Filipino, red, blue, green, Asian, Power Ranger, Martian, Ninja Turtle, whomever. It does not matter. Do what to your heart's content. I don't even care what your reasoning is. I just stop caring. My thing is this. You can't call out someone for some sort of cultural appropriation or something that has to do a race to use in their favor, but then at the same time, use that same logic and use it to your benefit. Otherwise, you're being a hypocrite. She went on to say that she prefers to date older white men with money. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but this person who's supposedly afrocentric and pro-black and what have you is basically contradicting yourself by saying that because now you're catering to the stereotype that a woman of color has to get with um, um, a white male of, of a certain age demographic in order to be successful within her life but i guess that went over her head when she did the playboy magazine shoot not only that but there is some rumors spreading that she spread some for a particular uh conservative blogger earlier this week now we don't know what the details are but you know We'll charge that to the game. We don't know what it is right now, so we'll, we'll leave that alone. But nonetheless, she comes across as a huge hypocrite once again. So this is why I have to give these two the dishonorable mentions for Wankster of the Week. They're not getting that official, official Wankster, so they're not going to get the Wankster drop. That one we will save for the future. And that is our prediction. It is a spoiler alert. Ladies and gentlemen, when we come back, we have Donya Ali and also Freddie of Ready Rock Media to discuss... The Showcase. I'm not even going to explain what it is yet. I'm just going to call it The Showcase. Before we get to that, however, we have some uh, Canadian content that we like to get to, of course. And that we always have to get to the Canadian artists because they are doing it big, no matter where they're from, whether it be from St. John's, Newfoundland, or from Victoria, B.C. And speaking of which, this artist right here that I'm about to play comes by way of Toronto, of course. This guy goes by the name of Danny Yo, and this one is called Worldwide Vapors. To keep it locked, this is Cool Radio. and will be right back after these messages. Yeah. Welcome to the show, people. You're now tuned to CFRE Radio 91.5. 9 FM. It is your man DM Cool 
You're now tuned into Cool Radio. Welcome back to the show, people. As promised, we have some special guests in the building tonight, as we usually do. Now, these two young entrepreneurs are looking to do their part to support the community of Toronto when it comes to the urban arts and entertainment. We always say that there isn't a lot of support that's happening within the city, but these two are here to correct that. And hopefully, with their leadership, people will follow on and continue that trend for many generations to come. These people are a couple of some young marketing geniuses in the making, and I am glad to have them on my show because I'm all about spreading the good word and, you know, exposing the talent that we have in the city and in this country in general as well, too. Ladies and gentlemen, to my left, I have my man Freddie of Rock Ready Entertainment. Or, sorry, Ready Rock Ready Entertainment. Rock. Ready Rock. Pardon moi, pardon moi. Yeah. Excuse me, moi. Yeah. And then I have the lovely and talented do- Donia Alley. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> you didn't say wait for it. You didn't say it. I knew it. He was gonna go for the Donia. <laughs> Listen, I was thinking Sonia Blade from Mortal Kombat, okay? That's what was in my head. But she nonetheless, bad, she bad, she bad. nonetheless, Donia Alley of her own marketing promotion, which is called Donia Alley Media and Marketing. Yeah, yeah, you, you good, you good. Okay, okay, okay. You know, we, we, we have some uh, Scarborough teams from Time G up in the building yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. You know, shout out to people on the east side. You already know what Y'all it right is. Know. Hey, I'm, I'm from, like, I'd, I'd say the west, but okay. coming out here, I'm like, no, I'm not from the west. This is the west. This, this is, is the west. Out here. This is, like, deep west. This the is boom. the west. I came out here. This was a mission. Oh, yeah. And then I'm like, okay, I can't really tell people I'm from the west anymore because that's just you. You really true. can't. You no. really can't. Like, you're from, like, maybe, like, the midwest, but this like, is the, the west. Like, like Lawrence like, West. Right, like, like dubs up. No. <laughs> all right, man. Let's get to it, man. Like I know it's all raining and wet out there, oh, but y'all crazy. Nice to drive. You guys drive safe out there, by the way. Oh yeah, absolutely, most definitely. We we always implore and encourage that amongst our cool radio listeners. You already know how we do. But uh, let's get to talking, uh, shall we? So both of you guys are hip hop enthusiasts, rightfully definitely, so. A um, little bit of feedback in the mic. It's all good. But let me know when did you guys first fall in love with hip hop? Man, I fell in love with hip-hop, I would say, like, grade four. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to Washington. My dad took us to Washington, and I went to one of our, our family's house, and she had, like, a whole bunch of promotion CDs. Mm-hmm. And I found a Wu-Tang CD, okay. the Wu-Tang Forever, the double disc. All right. I picked that up, Which... took that back to Scarborough, yes. told my mom, buy me a Walkman, yes. put that in, and ever since then, I've been rocking. That's how you know it goes way back. Man said Walkman, all right? Yeah, These then... are the things that skipped if you were riding on your bike on the curbs and yeah. just like, get, get, get. Yeah, exactly. Like, damn, what's going on here? Exactly. They got to fix this. Absolutely. And Donya, how about you? Long time. Like, ever since, like, I'd say about middle school, mm-hmm. I was, like, going to grade six. Um, and the first time I listened to Nas, I Know I Can. Oh. Yeah. yeah, yeah that yeah. was, like, the tune. Like, I was in that stage of, like, you know, going to grade six. There were, like, the good girls and the bad girls. Yeah. And I was, like... <laughs> What do I do? Uh-huh. And then I listened to that one track, and then it was filled with so much, filled with so much knowledge and like just real, you know, taking it back to the ancient Egyptian history. And I'm like, yo, mm-hmm. I'm like, that's my culture. Yeah. So I'm like, from then on, I'm like, yo, Nas is the truth. Yeah, just for that, you get a cool shot. <laughs> I'm just saying that. That's my personal favorite. So there's a little yeah, bit of favoritism okay. over here. Yeah. But nonetheless, you know, very good picks. We're taking Nas. You can't go wrong with either one. Definitely Most definitely. Oh, rest in peace, ODB. Bro. Absolutely. Absolutely. Sure. Now, um, was this something that you got introduced to or was it something that you naturally gravitated towards? I know you kind of alluded more to the gravitational pull within uh, your stories, each one. But would you say it's more of that or did you have to get that cosign from someone? No, it was a natural pull. I didn't. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I never really needed anyone's approval. If I like something, then I'm just gonna go out and support it, or listen to it, yeah. wear it, whatever. For, for me, it was just like, what is this? Like, why does it look so cool? Mm-hmm. Like, I want to hear what these guys are really saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I picked it up, and I'm like, this. This sounds dope. Absolutely. This I, sounds dope. This sounds crazy. To me. That's the best way you can describe it. <laughs> 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 All right, man. So. Both of you have like your own media imprints, like I mentioned before. Uh, Freddie, you have a rock or ready, ready rock, rock entertainment, media. or sorry, ready. Ready Yo, rock. Yo, hey, it listen. is a hey, tongue listen. twister. Ready rock media. There we go. Ready rock media. Ready go. rock media. Ready rock media. Ready rock media. There, there you go. go. All right. And then Donia, you have Donia Alley media, uh, media marketing. Okay. Yeah. There's a lot of tongue twisters in here, man. Dang. We're trying to mess you up. You, you are. You're really trying to throw me off my game right now. You made us come out here for. You know what? You're yeah. gonna catch you slipping like Chris Paul against Steph Curry. Right? <laughs> oh, you throwing shots. I had to. I had to. You throwing shots. I earned. 
that one. I earned that one. Hey, he came <laughs> back, though. Do you see that game he did? 42 I did. points. I did. 17 assists. He's disgusting, man. He's the truth. <laughs> he's the truth. He, he's got to get his team out of that out of that, that West Conference, so he's got to do that in his yeah. career. They will, they will. But that's on another term. We can talk about that. Yeah. Right true now, we're talking about the showcase. True say, true say. <laughs> we will get into that in a minute, actually. But before we get to that, I want to know how you guys got your media imprints you know, started off. Uh, Donia, I'll start with you, actually. Okay, so um, basically, um, over the past few years, I've been involved with a lot of um, event planning, media events, um, marketing companies. I've worked with um, not-for-profit organizations. I've worked with retail companies. Um, but through everything, I'm hosting with Rogers TV and mm. producing. And, yeah, through through everything, I just realized, like, what do I really like? I need to, there must be something that's, you know, a common denominator between all these things I'm involved with. And then mm-hmm. I just realized that it, it comes down to supporting people um, who are doing what they love. And I've, I've been to guest speaker events where I've listened to Spike Lee in person mm-hmm. um, and uh, so many people. And, and I'm, the thing that they're saying, too, when it comes to how to be successful, like everyone's saying you just got to do what you love to do and like forget about what society says and all these rules, what university tells you, what your parents tell mm-hmm. you. Figure out what you want to do, mm-hmm. uh, what you're passionate about, and just go for it. Just mm-hmm. take the risk. So um, this was me taking that risk. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I could have said it better myself. Freddie, <laughs> what do you say? What's your, what was your calling? I mean, it's always been my calling to have have events mm-hmm. and make people have a good time, make them express themselves, yeah. and make them like just support them. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, but since I was a kid, though, I've always had events, whether it been barbecues in my area, feeding the neighborhood, mm-hmm. or doing little all ages back in back in the hood. So, yeah, yeah. basically, this transition down to um, the showcase, which mm-hmm. is supporting Toronto local events, mm-hmm. was nothing. It was like I might as well do it. There's nobody else really doing it. Mm. So I might as well take advantage. And I'm really sincere about helping these artists because there's nobody really out here doing that. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, some people have told me, we don't really care about what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Like, nobody cares. These artists aren't going nowhere in mm-hmm. Toronto. They have no hope, no nothing. And I'm mm-hmm. like, come on, you can't say that. Mm-hmm. The greatest rapper right now is from Toronto. <laughs> Ding, <laughs> so how can, how can you say that? So, Actually, that, like, You know what I mean? So there's just a lot of things. There's a lot of things. There's a lot of things that... That that go into that go into place for these artists to come out, mm-hmm. and they need a platform, and that's where we come in place. Ready Rock Media, Don and Marketing Media Marketing comes in place. We put on a platform for these artists, yeah. and they do their thing. Mm-hmm. We get all these big um people that are gonna spend money on them. These A and R's, they're yep. gonna come out, they're gonna show show love mm-hmm. and sign these artists, and then boom. There we you go. make history. And you feed the infrastructure while you're doing exactly. that as well, too. Exactly. No, all right. And that leads into my next question, actually. But before I get to that, uh, big shout out to Rogers TV. You already yeah. know. Get the plugs in. Get the plugs in. You got to. You got to. Get the plugs in. There you go. There you go. Oh, I don't even need to push the button. You just said it. <laughs> all right. So that leads to my next question, actually. So Toronto, we already know Toronto is a city that's rich in the urban, in the urban arts. Hip hop, R&B, reggae, Definitely. whatever you want to say. However, the support you know, is almost poor at times. You know, it can kind of mm-hmm. fluctuate. Yeah. So basically, with that being said, when you're, provi- you're, when you're providing an outlet like The Showcase, yes. um, do you feel that, you know, you're striving to improve the, the negative aspects of, of the non-support tag and what have you? Definitely, because like I said, there's not that many people really doing it. So it's going to inspire other companies mm-hmm. to do this too as well. As, as well as us, we're just starting up. Mm-hmm. We're just basically... In a relay race with the baton, we're like the first runner. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? We're trying to pass the baton on so it can keep going from generation to generation. Mm-hmm. We're just trying to build the music infrastructure in Toronto and Canada worldwide mm-hmm. just to get it out there. Mm-hmm. I feel like it, it really just is, is like, um, when it comes down to it, is like what we're trying to do is we're trying to make it cool to support local talent, exactly. you know? Yes. Like, yes. you know, homeboy from Saga, Scarborough, wherever he's from, yeah. is coming out here to rap, sing, mm-hmm. um, paint, whatever it is that he does. Why don't we support what we have while they're still in our exactly. own backyard? Yeah. Why do we have to wait till they make it in Europe, the States, for us to applaud and be like, yo, that person's from the six, that person's from the dot. But like, wait, like they were always from the dot. You just recognize them from like, you know, you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying. So, um, I think, um, as, when we begin to strengthen that um, unity um, yeah. among our own community, f- coming from all neighborhoods, 
and supporting these local artists, um, it's it's just in the long run going to benefit any, everyone. Yeah, definitely going to benefit everybody. Absolutely. And you, again, you hit the nail on the head because basically it, we always have this stigma where it's like we won't support unless we get validation from someone in America, basically. Like, no one was rocking out with Drake when he was coming out with comeback season and what Nobody. have you. Nobody. Yeah. And, and just as my man Kamikachi Juice was saying last yeah. week as well, too. He has he, happy birthday to him. It's his birthday. Yes, day. absolutely. Trust me. I wish him a very happy <laughs> birthday. He's coming, he has a party on Friday, right? He is. Yeah. The good I, and plenty. I put in that plug that. for you, homie. I put hey. in that plug for you. Yeah. There you go. See, support. Is support. Support. <laughs> there you go. Put in that plug for you, the day. <laughs> But yeah, he was on the show last week, and basically he was saying Drake was hosting his the first ever Good and Plenty, and basically he was saying on the mic, you know, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna blow up from the city, yada yada, but and but no one was paying attention to no it. No one was paying attention. And we always have the same where we want to wait for like a little win or a Jay Z to give this guy the cosign until we can say, oh my god, we should hang out with this guy in this place and that place. Why? It's so but nonsensical. Why? If they're like actually good, yeah. Like I'm saying, okay, every if. I shouldn't say actually good. If they're really passionate about what they do yeah. and people recognize the talent, then we need to we need to have their back. Yeah. Essentially. Or at the very least, if there's potential within there, then yeah. we need to help groom it and you know incubate exactly. it so that they are ready to go out and explore the real I, world. So to I speak. personally think that uh, Toronto, when it comes to music, there's yeah. no really identity when it comes to the world on a world scale. You Agreed. know what I mean? Agreed. Like New York has their sound, down south has their sound, mm-hmm. LA has their sound. Toronto's not really there yet, yeah. but we're kind of figuring it out. That's what yeah. it is. I think when it first started back in like uh, in like the late eighties, early nineties, as far as the Canadian movement went, yeah. we kind of had somewhat of of a Caribbean influenced sound because of, yeah, that's of, of the true. amount of immigrants that are coming in from right. the Caribbean, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. But not everyone can do that sound because not everyone's of Caribbean descent. What about you know some of the black people, for example, who are shout African out to all my Ghanaians out there, by the way. <laughs> hey, Chale, Chale, Chale. 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 I'm from Egypt, okay? So Come on, we gotta give it up to the Egyptian you know, queens. Yeah, of course, there. of course, of course. Three Africans in one room. I know, right? <laughs> hey, hey, Africa, your face. We're going to the world Cup. We're going to, we're going to destroy crazy. all the European countries. <laughs> I can't. Ah, reverse your face. Anyways, <laughs> where was I now? Yes, yeah, so yeah, of course, you know, we always want to support the ones that always, that, that started from here, basically, because yeah. we don't know where they're gonna go in the future. And like, we have so many people and not just Drake as well too we, we have Shad we have K9 we have yeah. Chaos mm-hmm. the Rascals back when they were popping Sun Real who's out in the States right now I mean there's so many people that like we need to keep watch of yeah. uh, just so we just so we know that hey they started from here and you know if we had a part in helping them out then we should be able to say that with pride and dignity yeah but we can help in the smallest ways too people don't realize like our world right now is on social media. Yes. So yes. all it takes for you to really share and support, like you don't even have to spend a dime. You could just take the link and share yeah, it on share. your social media. But I it mean, like, hurt, how yeah. many people actually do that? And why won't they? Exactly. You know, I if mean, you truly support Toronto art, culture, and music, yes. maybe spend some time doing your research and, and find what sounds you really like and, and push them. Exactly. If you could spend time on Worldstar and pass up the most ratchet of links possible, <laughs> oh then can you, you can, can you hit, hit the share. cool button right what? now, please? Twice. Twice? Uh, two times? Yeah, two times. Two times. <laughs> Thank you. Ooh, I'm just man. saying. I'm just saying. I mean... <laughs> That's what it is, though. I'm guilty of it, too. Like, you know, in the past, when mm-hmm. I go on Worldstar, I'm hitting yeah. the ratchetest things because I like to laugh. Yeah. You know what I mean? Those stuff will make you laugh. But yeah. now we got to spread the love and show these artists that we're here for them. Exactly. You know what I mean? I think mean? it's just everything in balance. It's like you can't say, like, you can't, you, everyone's not allowed to watch entertaining, funny videos. Like, that's, in reality, yeah. you want to it's laugh. It's a guilty pleasure. Yeah, yeah. It's just what's wrong is if you're doing that 24-7, and if, if that's your main source of news yeah. and media and entertainment, then... That's a little questionable, right? You're like we're not here to judge, just, just but but, just <laughs> but sipsy, yeah, right? Right? Hold on. Hold on. Can, you, can you talk? I gotta drop that. Hold on. When he's gonna drop something? Uh-oh. I, I was, Uh-oh. I was, I was drop something. Oh man. Yo, get your pinkies up for this one. Get your pinkies up. Get your, get your pinkies up for that. Man. Oh my gosh. <laughs> we, 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 the pinkies up, man. We, pinkies up. <laughs> but no, it's, I, I agree one hundred percent. One hundred percent. Now, when it, it's one thing that we don't get support from, you know, the consumers and what have you. But I think also that kind of goes back to the infrastructure of Canada. Mm-hmm. Not, not to say that we don't have it. We do have it. But in my opinion, I feel it's not utilized to its fullest potential to expose these Canadian 
like uh, in terms artists. of funding, it's just that like, the government needs to pump more money into the system. Yeah, not not just funding, but just exposure as well yeah. too. Like even like on the Junos, for example, let's have some of these rappers and R&B singers televised rather than do the whole commercial bit where during the commercial break, so and so got the following award. No, let's yeah. let's showcase them and expose it. Yeah. yeah. Well, the true. thing is, is like so before we got together and decided that we wanted to go ahead and put this um, the showcase together, mm-hmm. I think a. B- about two weeks after that, uh, Mayor John Tory came back from South by Southwest, and I don't know if you were um, paying attention to the news, but he kind of gave out a speech, and he was talking about um, how he was impressed by how successful the music industry is down in the South, and I think he was talking about bringing something like that to Toronto, and his goal or mission was to create um, Toronto as like one of the most recognized um, music right destinations. Now. So right I now, think, definitely. like in terms of funding and all that, I think. Um, there is improvement like soon to come yeah but um yeah it's i mean it's just starting right now i mean if you ask anybody like everyone's like it's about time yeah but i mean like you can't really like at least it's happening yeah exactly at yeah. least they're making progress and they're making a move and in order for that progress to, you know, be successful. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, you know, progress is a process at the end of the day. So yeah. people just can't rush for it. Yeah. Now, um, also, you know, when it comes to like the non-support or whatever, mm-hmm. a lot of the non-support also comes from stigmas. Mm-hmm. So whenever you're on the street or you're wherever you are and you hear that someone is a rapper, they say that they're a rapper, for example, mm-hmm. I always find that there's a negative connotation to that. Like as soon as you say rapper, they're just like, oh, you're one of those. So it's just like, why is there, in your opinions, of course, why is there such a negative connotation well, to the term rapper? For me, it's not, it's not, anybody can come to you and say they're a rapper. Yeah. But it's how they present themselves. Mm-hmm. I agree. How they approach you. I agree. How they talk to you. Mm-hmm. Like, a guy come up to you and be like, yo, I'm a rapper. Da, 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 da. And you're going to be like, whoa, take it easy. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? But a, a confident rapper, a more established rapper, is not really going to say he's a rapper, but through conversation, you're going to know that he's a rapper. Exactly. And he's well-connected. Mm-hmm. That's just the difference between it. Like, if I came up to you and I was dressed in, like, baggy pants yeah. and, like, a hat back and everything was just off, my shoes looked like I had them for six years and yeah, I said yeah. I was a rapper to you, yeah. you wouldn't take me serious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if I came to you and I was polished now... Mm-hmm. You'd be like, okay, maybe he is a rapper. Maybe he is somebody good, you know? Exactly. That's what it all is. It's all about perception and yes. all about how you dress. Absolutely. Johnny, would you say the same? Um, yeah, I, I definitely definitely agree. But from me and like looking at a marketing perspective, if someone was to present themselves as a rapper, um, I like to look at um, the details. So are, do you have a YouTube account? Do you have a website? Um, how are you pushing out your music? Um, are you um, performing at local events? Or do you just say you're a rapper and produce all this music and you're just you know, sharing it on your Facebook but you're not really active in your community? You I feel work. like sometimes um, not only saying rappers but any, any type of artist, mm-hmm. um, some of them feel like they're entitled to the sense of pride where mm-hmm. like they just want to be able to perform at the bigger events and then Find, like smaller. just get recognized and then make it real quick and it's like but wait like how many local small events have you por- performed at mm-hmm. and do you just take gigs if it's just for money or do you perform mm-hmm. um, uh, at unpaid or just because you want to do it or you want you know you know what I mean like yeah. you, you really have putting yourself out there um, you can do it in so many ways mm-hmm. but you really have to earn your your title as a rapper i think if you put in the work and you're willing to do things um on a volunteer basis or just on the basis of because that's what you love to do so get out there and do it don't expect the world to give you everything like there is thousands of you in the world (laughs) i'm just saying so for me when someone says i'm a rapper like those are the things that i look at yeah Hey, I could have said it better myself. You got to put in the work. You have to put in the mileage. And also the presentation is key. So you can't just be like, oh, done, no, done, no. I'm a rapper. <laughs> I mean, like, yo, listen to my mixtape, though. Like, you know, it's hot fire. Like, yeah. no, like, you got to, you, you have to, if you want someone to respect you, you got to come across as respectful. Yeah, exactly. We're not saying to dress up in a three piece suit or anything, but just talk to them like a normal person. Mm-hmm. Don't have to put on the, the rapper accent as soon as. Just be yourself, exactly. essentially. Like, and I, when I'm looking at music too and I'm listening to it, when I, that 
I get like this little chime that says, yo, this is actually good when it's actually original. Like yeah. you're not really like hopping on a beat or trying to copy someone else's swag. You just, yeah. if you can be yourself to your fullest potential, I think yeah. people really appreciate that. Exactly. And just show layers of yourself too. And also show mm. extensions of yourself. You can, you can be funny on a track and it'll still be, it'll still be a good track as long as you have the, the proper structuring and cadence. And if you have like an actual, like, you know, theory behind music. You don't have to be. You don't have to have the highest IQ for it. But as long yeah. as you have an understanding and awareness mm-hmm. for it, then I think people will respect you a lot more rather than just someone who just made a beat off of like GarageBand and just used like the most basic, you know, recording <laughs> tools functional, functionally possible. Yeah, you got to start somewhere. You though. do. You do. Yeah. You yeah. definitely got to start. Definitely got to start somewhere. But I'm just saying, like, if you're like, let's... we also have to take the steps necessary to to improve. To improve. Yeah, exactly. Right? exactly. If you do your research, you'll you'll realize that there's a lot of programs out there in Toronto that are. I'm here to support artists. Um, Remix projects. Um, CHRY, we were just there yesterday. They've yeah. got a lot of programming and all that. So when when I say like you know as a rapper, if you're re- if you're really serious as an, any artist, mm-hmm. you will take the steps necessary to fulfill what you want to do. Exactly. But if you're not doing it, then it'll show. Exactly. Definitely. And like, there's just so many things that I feel like some of these young rappers they don't understand about when it comes to this to like the art form of rap as far as like cadence delivery flow technical ability i think yeah. they need to get it they don't need to it's a whole be able package. to do all of that it's a but whole just package. learn it and find what best suits you basically mm-hmm. but anyways we could talk for days about that we're I gonna know. talk yeah. we're gonna talk <laughs> really more can. about the showcase coming definitely. up we definitely are but you know i don't know if you guys have have heard or anything but Let's play games around here. Let's play games with the guests. Ah, oh, snap. Talk to yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I knew he was trouble. Yeah. He yeah. commented something on like our post that I was pr- promoting. What did he post? What did I say? He's what like, say? he said, so, what did you say? What did I say? I want to know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember Some, what I said. <laughs> something Some about craziness. like, you know, you guys better be prepared. Like, you oh, know. Oh, man. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> I'm like, oh, said, my God. Oh, yeah. ready? I said, prepare to turn up. That's what prepare I said. Prepare to turn up. I was like, what? There you go. There you go. This is part of the turn up process over here. Well, it is happy. I ain't got no Hennessy around. Hey, you know what? We're kind of out of the clock right now, so oh, okay. can't be doing all that. You know, I'm a black man trying to make it. <laughs> so, on that note, the first game that we have for tonight, Daya, you're killing me right now. <laughs> the first game that we have for tonight is called Case Closed. Okay, closed? you know, okay. showcase case closed. Right, right, right. Uh, you're good with the details. I try to be. Slick I try Rick to be. over here. We got Slick Rick over here. Hey man, I'm just trying to save these kids, man. Hey young world. <laughs> All right. So with this game, you have to tell me whether the following things are set in stone, no questions asked. That is what it is. Case closed. Or if the jury is still out on it and it's still somewhat debatable, could be kind of split down the middle. Case open. All right. So I have about five. Yeah, I have five topics over here. So first topic, Jesus being a great album. Case open or case closed? Donnie, I'll start with you. Case open. Thank you. I'm going to say case open, too. I like the old Kanye, to be honest. Thank you. We all like the old Kanye. This Kanye yeah. sounds like... Welcome to the good life. Yes, that's the one I want. Not none of this new slaves. You're just as much of a slave as everyone else, man. Uh, again, for days, for days. Um, next topic. Childish Gambino being underrated. Case open or case closed? I'm saying he's very underrated. Thank you. So he's that's very a case underrated. closed, then. Okay. I, I'm going to co-sign. All right, all right. <laughs> Two for two so far. I, I, I like you guys already. <laughs> All right. This one gets a little tricky. <clears throat> R&B singers in this generation of urban mainstream sounding like thugs. Case open or case closed? I mean, it depends who you're talking about because some yeah. of them are really about that life, though. They really come from that well, environment. R&B, though. I mean, R&B, right? like Nate Dogg was a singer. And he was really about that life. He though. was, but that's Nate Dogg that we're talking about. <laughs> You're but talking some about of right them, now. <laughs> okay, who are we talking about? Okay, I'm talking about August Alcina. I'm talking about Future, who's, who's certainly who's now who? an R&B artist, apparently. Future? Yeah. No, Future. No, you, um, can, you can't put Future. No, no, no disrespect to this man. I know he's from Saga or anything, but probably next door, he, he kind of sounds like oh, he's in that thug territory. Sorry, party. Um, who I like else party we got next here? Door. Trey songs, of course. Chase, oh, Trey songs really bought that. Oh, man. Like, I'm sorry, man. Like, if I want to hear thug stuff, I'll just hear from any generic Gucci Mane type of rap. I, don't I wanna... mean, it's the art. It's just the art of it. Like, you know, <laughs> harmonizing the whole gangsterism thing and, and putting well, it in. I, I don't want to hear you croon over trap beats, like, over, like, <laughs> rapid snare drums and hard bass. Like, no, see... no, you know what? So, if I say case closed, that means I'm agreeing with your statement? Yes. Case closed. Okay. <laughs> 
I'm going to go case open, 100%. Case open? All right, so that's debatable then. Yeah. I'm just saying, man. I want to hear, like, some some smooth, you know, I want to make no, love to you type of music. <laughs> not, not, but they do have that type of music, though. Dun, 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 dun. No, I know what he's talking Up about. In the booty, dun, I'm like, dun, 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 dun. I'm like, I'm just saying, man. Like, I can't, I can't be hearing all no, that, man. Like, no, I know. Too. Like, if you want to, if you compare it like to now and, and to '90s R&B, you'll yeah. see that difference. So when you're talking, I'm like, yo, no, I understand your point. And, and now, I, I notice that a lot of these guys are like. They're crooning to like strippers and exotic dancers and yeah. video vixens. Like every 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 rapper, every artist goes through a different point in their life. And right now, okay. the time that we're at, it just that's what it so is. So I have a question for you. Okay, we're flipping the scripts. Yeah, I'm flipping the scripts because you just mentioned that about the strippers and all that. Yes. Um, and a lot of people like to blame that on the rappers, but for me, it's like, so why do they even include strippers and all that in their videos? Is because People are going to watch that. Yeah. They're going to get those views. Sex sells. Right. That's what sells. It's a commodity. Yes. So do we blame it on the rappers who do it? Or do we blame... Well, you can't fully blame anyone, but I just want people to think about that we as consumers of music also have um, the power to not listen to exactly. things that we don't agree with. But if we're going to be, um, you know... Point the finger and... I'm not know. pointing fingers at anyone, but I'm just saying, like, if if... If you don't agree with it, then yeah. just don't... Don't listen to it. Don't listen to it. Yeah. But if everyone... If that's what everyone likes and that's what everyone's going to put their money on, yeah. you think that's ever going to disappear? Hell exactly. nah. Exactly. That, that makes sense. Yeah. And I say this, and I've been saying this for the longest time, as far as like the whole serenading the strippers, what have you, mm-hmm. that culture kind of got introduced when Southern rap took over. Because... The culture, the urban culture down there, mm-hmm. based on what they're telling us through the music videos, is that like the strip clubs are like the club clubs down in the south, like in Houston or in Atlanta or what have you. I don't know. So, I cannot comment. I've never been. I, to a strip I've club. never been. I've never <laughs> been there either. But I'm just judging this based on what we've been told yeah. by these rappers in particular. Yeah. So I mean, even heard you heard from songs like Drake in Houston, Atlanta, Vegas, for example. So I think that culture comes from. The, the southern states or the southern cities, so to speak, and that's why it's become like the norm nowadays. That's my personal take on I, it. I don't have a comment on that per se, but <laughs> per se, she per says. se. <laughs> but yeah, no, just think about it. Just I mean, yeah, exactly. But anyways, we have two more scenarios to get to. Uh-oh. Um, let's see here. So <clears throat> Jordans being the most iconic brand of sneakers of all time. Case closed. Case open. I'm going with case closed. Most iconic, like worldwide. Um, I would say just in the the, the genre of hip hop, basically, as far as the culture is concerned. Um, yeah, case closed. Yeah, I'd definitely say case closed. Like there are uh, dudes who die over Jordans. Like it's literally. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's like mer- Cole said it best, man. Death over designer, man. Like, it's, <laughs> it's, it's that serious. And the final one, and I, I think we'll all come to a consensus on this one: uh, Toronto being the next hot spot in hip hop. Case closed or case open. Case closed. Case closed. And on that note, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for our next game. Now this game will take it. Yeah, now there's one more. I was feeling so good. I'm like, yes, we passed no, it. No, 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 no. This is level one. Now we're going to level two. Oh, my. There's levels to this. There, there really is, man. Ask Goku and Vegeta about that. Man. There's levels to the Super Saiyan game. Um, with that, Exactly. With that being said, um, this next game I have is called I Quit the Game. Every second, every minute, man, I swear that she can get it. Now, this is a, a very interesting situation that we have here because I've never had both a man and a woman as uh, the guests on the show before. before oh, this actually? Game. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. oh, that's pretty legit. It's pretty legit, yeah. It's legendary. So, that's what it is. All right. That's what it is, yeah. Day of first. I'm just trying to be legendary. <laughs> <laughs> legendary. Now, in this game, um, both of you are eligible bachelors and bachelorettes, respectively, okay? Okay. You guys are. Now I'm scared. Don't be scared now, child. Don't be scared. You guys are wheeling, dealing, kiss stealing, jet flying, limousine riding, all that good stuff. But there comes a point in time in everyone's life where you've got to quit the game, all right? You've got to settle down, have children, move mm-hmm. into the White House with the white picket fence, with a tire swing, apple pie cooling on the windowsill. Oh, my gosh. All that He's stuff. Going so, in right you know? Now. Okay. Two-door home garage with Roger's Cable. <laughs> Roger's cable. <laughs> <laughs> that, that that sandalwood of Fletcher's life, you know? So um, on that note. You're too much. 
Donya, you're loving this right now. So <laughs> Donya, barring me, you're loving no, this. No, you so. know, just go ahead with Donya. You know, that's cool. That's, that's what's, go ahead. Do- <laughs> On that note, I'm going to ask you first, actually. Okay. Would you quit the game for one of these two gentlemen? Who would it be? Oh. And I, I like to call this the early 2000s edition. Would you quit the game for Genuine or Tyrese? Genuine. Really? <laughs> yes. A lot of girls choose Tyrese, actually. Why Genuine? Well, I actually like that I'm, I'm choosing the different option. Right? Yeah. Interesting. I, I've never heard, That's interesting still. Yeah. All right. Now, Fred, you, you, you ain't safe from this. You're playing this game too, bro. You're leaning back. <laughs> I'm in the clear right now. Ooh. I'm thinking about my plate of foo foo I got at home right now. Oh, man. You're killing me right now. <laughs> you're killing me right now. <laughs> you know how to do it. You had to, eh? You speak God or you speak tree? I'm tree. You tree? Okay, okay. All right. Would you quit the game for, again, early 2000 yeah. edition? Would you quit the game for Remy Ma or Eve? Yeah, I think I'll be still in the game with both of those two. Hey, <laughs> hey, my friend. Will, but yeah. I don't know. I don't know. To be honest, you have I to th- choose one. You yeah. I'd probably go Remy Ma. I'd probably do Remy Ma. You probably, oh, Remy, that's not a different one actually. That's Remy Ma. I probably do Remy Ma. Probably do Remy Ma. Yeah. Okay, I'm not mad at that. Still, that's interesting choices, yo. Interesting choices. <laughs> Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, we have a lot more to get to. Again, we have Freddie of Ready Rock Media. That's right. You got it right this time. And we have Donia Ali of Media Marketing in the building right now. Before we get to commercial break, I got to let you guys know that after the commercial break, we will get to Trip Talk. Of course, the two topics are invading our news feed for the week. That is hip-hop. But... We got some more Canadian content to get to. And as I've been promoting for the last couple of months or so, I do have a project coming out called Viewer Discretion. And this one features my man from Ottawa, Goliath Pod. This one is called Airwaves. So make sure you get that project on May 4th. May the 4th be with you. And on that note, we'll be right back after these messages. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the show. You're now tuned into CFRE 91.9 FM. It is your man, DM Koo. You're now tuned into Cool Radio. Welcome back to the show. Once again, that was yours truly featuring Gladpaw Airwaves. That will that is out on SoundCloud right now. Make sure you hit up the Cool Radio SoundCloud page at Cool underscore Radio to hear that as well as all of our other podcasts as well too. Um, ladies and gentlemen, we still have my man Freddie of Ready Rock Media, and we yeah. also have Donia Alley of Donia Alley Media Marketing in the hey. building. You already know, <laughs> and we are talking about. The showcase. More on the showcase near the end of the show, but before we get to that, um, it's time for trip talk, ladies and gentlemen. Three topics in three minutes. Uh, we may extend it depending on how, how smooth it goes, but nonetheless, we're talking about these three topics for the week. Now, first topic that we are going to talk about this week Lil Wayne uh, is gearing up a release of a new project entitled The Free Wheezy Album. Now, this will be a mixtape, and this all goes in part to his revolt against Cash Money Records and how he's trying to get out of the label and is suing that label for money that is owed to him. Now, we already told this guy, we already told a whole bunch of other people that Cash Money is a graveyard when it comes to their artists. But that's another argument for another day. But nonetheless, uh, Donia... Freddie, what do you guys think of this move right now? Should we be putting out free music? Um, I mean, as an artist, you're always supposed to be putting out music. That's what I feel. I'm not really a rapper or anything, but that's mm-hmm. what I feel. You should be always putting out music, but that's what he does. He's been doing that. It's, not, it's nothing new for Lil Wayne. Mm-hmm. That's just his blueprint. Mm-hmm. He puts out music. People like it. He goes on tour and people come out. That's, that's basically what it is. It's mm-hmm. not like he's going to put out an album. It's not like it's his album. People are going to go buy it. Mm-hmm. He's got to put out music for, to let people know that I still do this. This is me. This, like, don't forget, I'm Lil Wayne. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's why he's doing it. So I applaud him for doing that. Yeah, I don't know, but Lil Wayne's been more like Little Wayne for the last couple of years, man. Yeah, so he's like, quiet. <laughs> he's just quiet right now. Not even quiet part. Just like some of the music maybe, they came out, like the car, like the dedication four or whatever it was. See, like see what I'm saying? The exact, exact point I'm making. He makes people for, people forget that he's Lil Wayne. Like he has bars. Like he's really sick at what he does. You re- I mean, it depends what type of music you yeah. listen to. You know what I mean? Not even that. Like, I'm, I'm completely objective. Like, I yeah. personally find that the Carter, I think it was a Carter 3. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was his best album. Yeah. He has yet to talk that. He was in the best creative spot possible. I don't know if it was because of the lean that he was drinking or <laughs> the stars were aligned and he oh, just had his man. creative juices flowing. But if you can give me that little wing, I'm not a big fan of him, but I'll be happy with that at the very least. Uh, I guess. I think we could say that about a lot of artists. Too, yeah, though. exactly. Like, as the years go by, you're like, 
the creative content just keeps sloping down and down. And then you think, like, can can I just go back to the year 2000? Like, I feel even old saying, like, yeah, 2000 like, was like 15 years ago. Yeah, like, I was in the sixth grade back then. It's crazy. As, <laughs> as a listener, you got to adapt to what's going on in the world, like, to what he's putting out there. Mm-hmm. Like, his music right now, it's all based on like strippers and things like that but that's just what's going on so he's got to adapt to that too mm-hmm. you see what I'm saying he's not going to be rapping about stuff back in the day otherwise he'll just fade away mm-hmm. but just just like Kanye and the Yeezy thing you know what I mean uh, oh boy that's <laughs> Kanye West no no never never wow. never 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 I'm sorry that, man. never Kanye that. I used to know that was brave that. you're going to get a phone call from Kanye tomorrow <laughs> please please I, I nah Call me, Wes. Call me. <laughs> Mr. Wes, Mr. Wes. That all right. Oh, man. But, yeah, that's just another story in and of itself. Um, let's get to the next topic, shall we? Now, Wale, he made headlines not only because he dropped a new album, mixtape, or sorry, the album About Nothing, which I'm looking forward to listening to since I've been a fan since 08, but my allegiance has kind of slipped over a little bit. But, <laughs> hey, we've already talked about that before. But mainly he made headlines because of the fact that he uh, went on various radio stations, talked about the state that he was in, and also because of the fact that he feels as if he's being blackballed. By whom, you ask? By World Wrestling Entertainment, ladies and gentlemen. Now, <laughs> dun, dun, dun. of course, you know, Vince McMahon, Triple H, and what have you. <laughs> um, he is claiming that because of an incident that occurred last year, which involved an altercation with a fan, he feels as though WWE has put them on their ish list, basically. <laughs> um, and he feels that he should be given a second chance to prove to the WWE that he can be an ambassador for them, that he can help promote them as well, too, and and do a whole bunch of other stuff that, that include partnership with the WWE. Uh, what do you guys uh, think about this? So he's get, they're asking him to come and be an ambassador? No, no, he is asking them if he can oh, be Oh, because I'm like, that doesn't make sense. Yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. Why? Yeah, my thing is, why do you even care? Why do you even care? Fall back. <laughs> like, why focus do you even on your music, Oh, B? oh, sick. Wale's Yo. a wrestler now. Wale's a wrestler. Yo, is oh, he sick. trying to, like, I don't get it. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. He's a wrestler. <laughs> Merp. <laughs> oh, man, no, that's hilarious. I was if I was a cartoon character right now, I'm a Big question mark yeah. on my face, like what? You know what? I think I think that's just the fan in him speaking, basically. And no, you yeah. stay a fan. You go back to a game, become an audience member, and keep your there hands to yourself. There has to be yourself. some money involved I'm, I'm, with this contract. Something because it don't make no sense. I'm sure there is. There, it don't make no sense. Money is the root of all things, basically, yeah. not just evil, but of all things. So there has to be. I mean, he doesn't want to lose out on a money making opportunity because there, yeah. there there are so many artists in hip hop who have used hip hop as a platform. Like, yeah, true. Just at WrestleMania this past. This past Sunday, yeah, Kid Ink performed. Mm. Um, I oh, think, yeah? oh yeah, yeah. two yeah. years ago, or I think three years ago, um, Machine Gun Kelly performed at WrestleMania. So the Flow Rider, yeah, uh, I, Khalifa, I remember that one. Yeah, oh, so it's definitely yeah. big yeah. checks being. Oh, it's big yeah. checks for hip hop. I oh. mean, Wiz Khalifa was on uh, Monday Night Raw about two or three weeks ago as well. So there's money to be made uh, with the WWE. They're a multi-million corporation yeah. and they are oh, yeah. publicly traded. So I think while they want a piece of that pie again. So he doesn't want to, you know, burn his bridges. So I can understand from that standpoint. Yeah. Plus, I think it, it's too late. It, I know, it might be too it, late, it, right? It keeps, it, I think it keeps late. you relevant because kids watch does, wrestling, yeah. right? So Absolutely. those kids growing up are going to be like, oh, I remember him from when I was used to watch it. Wale, okay, let me listen to his music. So exactly. I and guess from a marketing standpoint yeah. from his career, that it, it makes sense. Exactly. But, but from a logic standpoint. It doesn't. Yeah, <laughs> for, just simply for the dollars, I agree. Yeah, and also WWE has a lot of partnerships with a lot of celebrities, man. I mean, yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger like promotes mm-hmm. it like there's no tomorrow. So yeah, that's just one of the examples. But anyway, we can go on for days about that. Yeah, the main event of Trip Talk, however, Jay Z, Sean Carter, Mrs. Carter's son, has bought a streaming service known as Title, and he bought it for a whopping three hundred and eighty-four million dollars. Mm-hmm. This guy has that kind of money. It is disgusting. But nonetheless, <laughs> yeah. this is the first artist-owned streaming service platform that is catered to benefit the artists more than the labels. You know, basically what is being told right now. And it is a streaming service that is basically going to cater to not just, you know, elite uh, major artists on major labels, but also the independent ones as well, too. Uh, so there's no official documentation yet as to how much the streaming service will cost. Mm-hmm. But they are in discussion of talking about charging $20 per month for the streaming service. And also, it is set up to compete with uh, one of the more major ones like Spotify, for example. Mm-hmm. So, with that being said, um, Dania, Fred, what is your take on this? 
I mean, I think it's good for the culture. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like any type of platform where you can put artists on the forefront and bring them up and help them um, with their careers and music and stuff like that is, is a positive thing. So mm-hmm. that $20, mm-hmm. I don't mind paying that $20 just to support the other artists. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It all starts with, like I said, we, we're all about unity and supporting artists. So for me to sit here and say, yo, I wouldn't pay the $20, mm-hmm. I'd be I'd be fronting. I'd be like, mm-hmm. come on, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But yeah, it, I'm game. Jaya, what's your take on this? I think it's just simply the evolution of economy and how um, we can capitalize on um, making money off of music. Um, CDs are long gone. Our HMVs in Toronto have closed their shop doors. Mm -hmm. So when it comes to artists in general, major labels or whatever, they got to keep thinking too. Like, you know... Are people going to go online to order a CD? I don't think so. Nope. <laughs> they, they, they need want it now. They want it now. So I think this is just a way for them to um, to secure money. Um, and and they so they should. Absolutely. Right? I mean, when I got word midday that Kendrick Lamar's The Pivot Butterfly came out on iTunes, I whipped out my iPod so fast. I'm like, how much credit do I got? 15? Okay, download now. Yeah, so, yeah. it's, it's amazing demand. how, like, how things change. Exactly. And I think, you know, if you think about it from a logical standpoint, if you are an avid consumer of music, like you buy CDs like anytime a new CD drops or you just buy CDs in general, mm-hmm. and you buy like, let's say, a CD for fifteen ninety nine, you buy four of them per month, you're going to get that same value but for 20 bucks a month, and it's just going to be instant if you think about it from that standpoint. Now, there's one dude I was talking to. I'm not going to expose his name because mm-hmm. I don't want to embarrass the guy. I wanted to, you know, still make a living. Um, <laughs> the man said, and I quote, <laughs> We shouldn't have to pay for music. Who said that? I'm not saying no names. <laughs> Who I'm said that? Pro- from Tell where? Right now. <laughs> I'm not saying no names. I'm not mentioning so his address. So we shouldn't address. be able to pay for music. This guy said... We shouldn't be able to pay for food? Th- th- trust me. <laughs> trust me. We were bringing up so many scenarios. This man said, I will pay for a performance, but I'm not paying for a CD. I was like, you self-entitled little prick. Um, I'm not... Call out no names though. This guy has to put he has to put food on his player, right? So I'm not gonna yeah. but to impede him and go to his level. But I'm just saying, yeah, he he, he gets an honorable mention for that. I'm just saying, I'm uh, just saying, uh, you know, to each their own. But I mean, That's if true. you like music, you're gonna support music, exactly. But I bet if it was you know someone like J Cole, for example, who had bought the streaming service, he'd be all on board for it. I'm just saying, <laughs> shots fired, pop, 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 pop. <laughs> Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, we are in the overtime edition of Cool Radio, and with that being said, it is time for our next segment. It is time for the Throwback Thursday track of the day, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know about you guys, but I'm feeling kind of old school right now. You ready to get old school with me? Yeah, I'm, I'm always school. old school, ladies and gentlemen. It's time for that Throwback Thursday track of the day. Let, let's let's hit it real quick. Y'all right now how it goes, people. Hey. Send me submissions on Twitter at cool underscore radio and let me know what you guys want to hear for Throwback Thursday track of the day. Now, this track right here, I was in the vibe um, when I was listening to this not long ago. And I figured, you know what? I haven't heard this track in a minute. I don't think I've played it on my show. So why not just play it tonight? Ladies and gentlemen, this track right here comes by... Arguably the greatest rap group of all time, and I am talking about a tribe called Quest. I am talking about Ali Shaheed, Fife Dog, Q Tip, and Jerobi. All right, I am talking about Benita Applebaum. We're about to play that right now. Got it going on. Oh, you already know. I love that song. And when we get back, it is time for the cover of the Wankster of the Week. Who has entered the shallow walls of the Hall of Shame? We will find out after the break. Yeah. Yes, yes, yo. Welcome back to the show. You're now tuned to CFRE 91.9 FM. It is your man, DM Cool. And welcome back to Cool Radio. I still got Freddie of Ready Rock Media yeah. and Donia Alley of Donia Alley Media Marketing in the building. Hey. You already know. And ladies and gentlemen, it is about that time. Who has entered the shallow walls of the Hall of Shame this week? Ladies and gentlemen. It is my honor and my privilege to give you the segment that you guys enjoy so much. It is time for Wankster of the Week. So uh, let's drop that real quick. This week's Wankster of the Week. Now, as I alluded to uh, in the broadcast an hour ago, I did say that I had a lot of difficulty trying to figure out who would be this week's Wankster. I left it to social media to decide who it was. So I'm calling this one The People's Votes. And I am a man of the people, and I will give the people what they want, even though this wasn't 
my decision I agree with. But nonetheless, I come to cater to you all. And I'm not mad at this one. With that being said, this week's Wakes of the Week goes none other to Raven Simone. Now, <laughs> I know Raven, exactly what you're talking about. Raven is getting the wankster because... Oh, she's not black? No. Not even that. Not even that. Not even that. <laughs> she is getting... Now, it was about two weeks ago, or, the, or yeah, about two weeks ago that she got the co-wankster honor for... The co-wankster honor. She, she got the co-wankster. I have to share between her and Dave Daft because they're both equally stupid that week. Uh, but this week, she is getting it because of the fact of... She was on an interview, uh, basically... You know, clearing up what she said in an interview with The View about uh, the racist comments that were made about Michelle Obama and her saying that, you know, what the person said wasn't racist, basically. So she was clearing up those issues. She was also clearing up her statement about her calling herself or not calling herself an African-American, just referring to herself as an American and what have you. And so basically along the lines of the interview, when all that was being discussed, she, went, she then went on to discuss some things about Ancestry.com. And she revealed to the interviewer that she had her DNA oh. test, so to speak, <laughs> done uh, by Ancestry.com. And basically, she went on to say the following. And I quote. I am not making this up. She went on to say the following. And I quote. I am from all continents in Africa except one. And I am from all continents in Europe. Uh, pause. Continents. <laughs> now, I heard that. And I played it back. I'm like, wait a minute. Did she say continents? Yeah. And then I said to myself, why don't I just give her the benefit of the doubt? No, and, no. And say that she meant to say, rather, you know, countries. And maybe she just got caught up in the moment because she was so excited and flabbergasted and what have you. But, you know, Raven lately has had a slew of misinformed comments that she's been making over the last, I'm going to say, month. And I feel like this one is going to go down as yet another one. So, I try to give you the pardon on this one, Raven, but I can't. And the reason why I can't is because of the fact that I'm not saying you're trying to deny your blackness, but I feel like you're trying to ignore the very fact that you are a minority in a Western society nonetheless. Now, like I said before, I know you want to live in this utopia where everyone sees each other equally and differently, but still, you know, together in unison at the same time. You know, we are the world and gumdrops and jolly ranchers and what have you. But that is not the, the fairy tale world that we live in, Miss Raven Simone. Um, no, it's not. At the end of the day, if you are in a Western society and you are and you are a what's called a visible ni- minority, someone who has more melanin within their pigment, then you, my friend, are a minority. You are what you are, and you are black, okay? And you are African American because of the fact that you are a black American. Now, mind you, your DNA has been diluted over the years due to the transatlantic slave trade era and what have you. So. I would just say stick to that title. There's nothing wrong with being African-American. Now, if you were born and raised in Jamaica and then came to America, then you can fight and say, hey, I'm a Jamaican-American or something to that extent. But you are an African-American. You are black, okay? You may be light-skinned, but you're still black, my dear. All right? And a little geography lesson. Africa is one continent. It is not separated by different other continents. They are separated by countries, but they are not continents, my dear. They, they, are, they are, in fact countries within a continent same thing for europe as well too two of the biggest continents in fact but nonetheless my dear they are continents you might as well tell her how it goes in canada oh man provinces yes yes absolutely provinces i you know what i don't want to confuse her i really don't want to confuse her because even her psychic powers couldn't even foresee this coming (laughs) that was good (laughs) so on that note yes thank you on that note, matter of fact, why not? <laughs> On that note, Raven, I'm going to have to give you this wankster because you are geographically illiterate, racially illiterate, and Floyd, May mother, my, Floyd Mayweather illiterate as well, too, in that same context. Do you deserve this wankster? Of course. But before we do, we got to play this for you. <laughs> That's me. It certainly is you, child. <laughs> Do you deserve this wankster? Of course! On that note, it's time to drop it like this. Oh, oh no. Hold on. 
See, Raven, look what you did. You made me have a malfunction on my CD deck. Let's, dr- let's try it one more time, ladies and gentlemen. There we go. Maybe her psychic powers are working that time, and she's trying to give me juju or something like that. <laughs> but nonetheless, you guys, your take on this. I mean, Raven Simone has her own opinions and thoughts about everything. I'm just going to say case closed with her. <laughs> just case closed with her. <laughs> Forget about her. Let's talk about Showcase. Showcase 416, April 16th. There you go. There you go. Let's talk more about that, actually. Please give us the details on that. Now, before, before you even mention anything, whose idea was it to land it on the fourth month and the 16th day of that month? You know what? <laughs> I'm going to tell you what happened. Okay. I was looking for it. I was actually looking to do it on a Saturday, but I couldn't get the date. For the tattoo lounge, mm-hmm. or I was trying to do a wrong bar, yeah, but I couldn't get the date, so I said the sixteenth, so for weeks went by, I didn't realize that it was the fourth month and the sixteenth day mm-hmm. until I actually went Danya, and she goes, "Do you know that's four one six I'm like, "Shut the hell up <laughs> and then I retook it in, I'm like, "Oh my gosh, you're right, and I just hey, it was I guess it's fate well, he was telling me about the date, and I'm like, "So do you have a date?" In mind, he's like, yeah, April 16th. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. And he's like, what? I'm like, that's my birthday. Oh, yeah, that's my birthday, too. And then, well, nobody knows this. So you're getting the exclusive right now. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's all in our favor right now. It really is. Like, you can't go wrong. Yeah, no, no but I favor. remember realizing this. So then um, for the longest time, I was like, wouldn't it be cool if there was like an event on 416 to really celebrate 416? Yes. So when he said that, I just had to like, wh- like, oh, like, wait, say that one more. April 16th. And yeah, but he didn't know. I didn't even know. One right. I, I immediately recognized that date because that's that's my date. Listen, this is preordained. So right? it was like. Whoa. I told you, legendary shit. Legendary, you already <laughs> know, man. And please, tell us about the lineup. Because I saw the lineup, and it looks very promising. Okay, well, basically, we got um, some of the greatest talents to come out. Well, some of the greatest talents to come out of Toronto. True. Canada, period. Okay. Um, I'm going to tell you a little bit about the process, though. Okay, go ahead. Um, because a lot of us like to say, you know, there's a lot of great talent in Toronto and and all that. Um, and there's a few that we immediately recognize. Um, but for me, um, going through the selection process, I only realized that, like, I mean, I thought I knew that there was a lot of artists in Toronto, but when people kept sending me things, like um, I was saying before, all I did was send out a tweet, and I was like, hey, guys, I'm like, your favorite local uh, artist in Toronto is, and then people kept sending me all types of people, rappers, singers, um, doing some research, and I realized, like, damn, like, there's a lot of talent here. Mm-hmm. So for us, um, we kind of have an honor of, of bringing these people on board, and we realized that after we even put out the poster, mm-hmm. there was an overwhelming response of artists who came, and they're like, are there any spots yet? Can we perform? And because we realized there was such a great interest from the artist mm-hmm. standpoint, we decided that this would be um, a series of events. Mm-hmm. So this will just be um, the launch okay. of a series of events, right? Yeah, 100%. Um, like I said, we have a lot of good talent on the bill. Mm-hmm. We got Maurice. He's uh, from Ottawa. Okay. He's a very talented singer. Shout out to the Cap City. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a very, <laughs> very talented singer. We got Early Bird Shaw Hustle. Mm-hmm. Um, he's from Scarborough as well. Scarborough team from Time G. <laughs> from Time G. Uh, we also have Mali Swaz. He's from um, the Remix Project. Mm-hmm. He just put out a new EP. Okay. Shout out to him. We have Makaida Ray. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's a singer too. Very talented. Straight. She's from Scarborough as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have May, a homegirl May. Mm-hmm. She's a very sick singer. You can find all these people on um, Instagram, by the way. Where, where? Or got, our Facebook event page. Or all the go, artists there are there with their YouTube exactly. links. There you exactly. Go. Um, and we have Amir Brandon, which is a very different type of singer. Yeah. But his voice is very. His voice is. A, is, outstanding i remember yeah. years ago listening to him in person um and i i think i heard him um sing oh canada and i was like is am i hearing this correctly yeah. such a genuine sound and then now to see he's got all this stuff on youtube mm-hmm. if you really just like youtube amir brandon mm-hmm. you that's it I'm, that's all i gotta say that's just or, you know what don't even do that just come to the showcase exactly that's yeah. just there you he go. sounds way better no he sounds amazing online but yeah. nothing beats the in-person the sound yeah and we also got live um art painting yes by our boy kofi he goes by kofi 
underscore art on um, Instagram. Hey, Ghana in your face. <laughs> so, <laughs> and then we got our DJ, Killer Kel. She's also from the Remix Project. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And not to mention, this event is free. Like, there's no admission. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to come and say, how much is it? Where are the tickets at? It's free because mm-hmm. we're trying to support the artists mm-hmm. and we want everybody else to come and show love to the artists. So, you know, it doesn't make sense mm-hmm. for people to come and pay for artists that are not really, you know, on the... Like the marquee, so yeah. To speak. Mm-hmm. yeah, it doesn't really make sense. So yeah, you guys come out, support artists, and yeah, come get some cake pops from Yummy Pops. From Yummy Pops, hey. we, we also have um Sasha one more. We just oh. she's we just added her <laughs> to the list. I just I just like. <laughs> So in the visual art department, we do have live painting by Kofi, who is uh, an outstanding artist. Um, but we also have things, um, pieces of artwork for people to see um, yeah. from both artists. So Kofi will be, be bringing some of his pieces and Sasha will bring some of her um, beautiful Yeah, paintings. bring your checkbook too because some of the pieces will yeah, be Yeah, I mean, hey, these are one of a kind pieces here. So, I mean, when these guys are out doing their things in a few years, matter, matter of fact, right now, yeah. you, guys, you guys are going to miss the boat. Gonna, they were at the showcase like would have had it yes but now their artwork is in france and it's selling <laughs> yes. for a million dollars now now fred you you, you look like you're like you know, a little parched uh, for for that moment when they mentioned sasha you all right we got some water outside <laughs> I, I need some hennessy right now there you <laughs> go there you go well, guys um i want to thank you guys for coming through Missing all the way from Scarborough, coming here. Could be anywhere in the world, mm-hmm. but you're here with me, and I appreciate that. Well, we appreciate you, for Definitely. real, for giving us this opportunity and just, you know, having us out here as much as a... As much as it was a trip to get here, it was yeah. definitely well worth it. So we oh, appreciate yeah. you. Ah, cool. There you there go. Definitely. I'm not even gonna push that button. You, know? right. you just did it for me. I can, I'm not gonna just, say what I'm gonna say because it sounds bad. Come on. I was gonna be like, I, I could be your button. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I'm not bad. I'm not Whoa. Bad. <laughs> All right, Daniel. And we're going to add things but, off on a good note. But hold on. Before we leave, let me just get this last plug in. Sure. The showcase, go April 16th, 2015. It's at Tattoo Lounge. Bam. 567 Queen Street West. It's free. Come out, support. There's a lot of talent on the bill. A lot of art. Bring your checkbooks because the arts will be for sale. Don, you have anything to say? Yes. The official hashtag is Showcase416. If anyone is looking to um, connect with us um, or want to work together, we're, we're open to that. Um, email theshowcase416 at gmail.com. Um, if you want more information on the event, there's a Facebook event page. Just search The Showcase. And, yeah, it's going to be a great time. Come out. I mean, if you guys can, share the posters. Let people know. Bring your friends. Come out. Have some yummy pops and love. I like yummy pops. Yummy pops are cool. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to yummy pops, by the way. For yeah. sure. Most definitely. And, ladies and gentlemen, you already know what to do each week, on the week, by the week, for the week. Uh, tune in to us every Thursday from 8 to 9 p.m. Uh, you can follow us at cool underscore radio, or you can follow me personally at DM underscore cool. Follow us on SoundCloud and catch up on all the full podcasts um, at cool underscore radio and watch all the video clips on YouTube. We are now on YouTube once again, in case you haven't already noticed. Um, subscribe to us at cool underscore radio once again. And that is our time, ladies and gentlemen. That is the overtime edition, as we always do. Uh, coming up next week, we have on the scene network founder and AOL Huffington Post reporter, reporter Jerry O'Roy coming through to the studio next week. So stay tuned for that. And ladies and gentlemen, we are out of here. Keep it gravy and wavy. Peace. Cool. <laughs>